Hello, hello and welcome to another episode of Putting It Together, episode 230. And today my guest is David Rankin, and I'm very excited about that. And We had such a good chat, such a laugh. It just feels like, a, for, for me, it feels like a really warm um, hug of an episode. It's like Blind Boy talks about the podcast hug, which I'm hoping we can give you today. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, whatever's going on for you, I hope you'll just be able to take a minute and sit with us for a wee hour um, and relax. Um, go on a wee journey with us. Yeah, I, I hope that that's possible for you. And I hope that you're doing well. How are you? Um, I'm doing well. I'm really tired. Good tired, you know, like creative tired. Um, we've been rehearsing my musical, My Name is Sarah And, and it's um, we started rehearsing on Monday. So, yeah, we're just a few days in and it's already amazingly starting to take shape. And to hear the songs sung by to hear the words spoken by and the songs sung by Danny who's who's in the play the one woman play um is great it's such a treat for me because all I've done is see the words on the page kind of stumble through them on my own <laughs> and sing the songs all in weird keys that suit me and not her so to hear it done let's say properly to hear it done properly is a just such a treat I'm so excited about it I hope you'll come and see it it's on from the 11th to the 16th of October at Play Pie and a Pint at Oran Moor and I'm keeping you well up to date with Play Pie and a Pint at the moment because I'm doing lots of work there this season and we're also partnered with them so I'm able to tell you about what's going on every week um, and David Rankin, my guest today, is in the play next week, which uh, will be on from Monday to Saturday next week at 1pm. Now, this week, you can go there and see A New Life, written and directed by Andy McGregor. It stars Katie Barnett, uh, Alan Orr and Gavin John Wright. It's a terrific team. I'm sure you'll agree if you've seen any of those people in anything before or if you've seen any of Andy's work, definitely worth a watch. Uh, it's opened just a couple of days ago and it's on now for the rest of the week, 1pm every day and your ticket price, as you know, includes a pie and a drink of your choice. It's not a bad deal and uh, you can enjoy all different types of plays there this season. It's a really strong season and as I say, next week, Typhoid Mary has today's guest, David Rankin, in the play as well. So, how about that? How about everything else? I don't know what else to, to tell you apart from, I just wanted to tell you I'm tired but I've already said that. Because I am. I keep thinking to myself, right, go home, get something to eat, go to bed. But I don't do that, do I? No. I sit and I look at the telly and I have a bath and I'm wandering about the house and then I'm tired again the next day. So today I'm determined that after I've given you this episode, I'm going to bed. Um, but I can't really complain, you know. Like I say, it's good tired, it's creative tired it's brain tired, you know, as well. I was away there in the caravan for a few days in the Lake District, which was just gorgeous. Rainy, but still just gorgeous. The rain just pelting off the top of the van. Quite a quite a unique joy. Uh, and writing bits and bobs, working on stuff for the show. And then we went to Blackpool Pleasure Beach, myself and Gary and our pal Jamie Gordon. Went to Blackpool Pleasure Beach for the day on Sunday. Amazing. Always love that. It's just like an injection of fun. You know, we just ate donuts, drank coffees, and went on all the roller coasters, and it was so fun. Um, it seems like a bit of a, a hazy dream now, thinking back. It's only a couple of days ago, um, but yeah, I would recommend that if you can. If you need a wee just a wee break from reality for a while, just to to enjoy fun. And you know what else? It's one of the things I heard a a, a speaker say, a spiritual speaker that I, I listened to once, said that what what a roller coaster does to you is it forces you. 
intensely into the present moment. Now, that's not um, madly spiritual. I mean, it's quite practical, isn't it? But um just puts you intensely into the into the now because y- you don't really have time or space in your head to think, oh, what about such and such? What am I going to do about this? And I wish I'd never said that. No, you're completely in the current moment of experiencing this thrill or this fear even, you know. Um, it pushes you into that, which is why people do these things, you know. Skydives and all that stuff. Bungee jumps. I've never done that. Oh boy. Would you like to I don't know if I don't know if I could do that. But I do like roller coasters. Um Aye, what am I talking about? But it forces you into intense presence. But you know what else does that is is the the huge pressure of starting a new artistic project or of doing the first show or something, you know. So if you're doing like during a tech week, for example, when I'm trying to think of a million things, remember everything, figure out where I'm going, all the costume changes and all that stuff. I'm very present, you know. Um, after a few days, you start to find your feet and then and then your mind can wander and then you can start back into the worries, the concerns, anxieties, whatever. But initially, um, you're completely taken up over by the current situation. Um the task at hand, I should say, you know, you just have to do that. It it takes every bit of your brain to do what you need to do. And that's the way it's been the last couple of days, you know, starting rehearsals for this new thing. Um, because I'm it's it's takes up so much space in your head to just do it. Um that it's positive. You're knackered, but it's a positive knackered and you don't have space for all that other rubbish, which is great. It's great. It's more than distraction. Um, because it's, for me, it's been in a state of flow, which is not what you get when you scroll through TikTok, for example. That's that's um, going underneath the mind as opposed to transcending it, you know. Uh, I don't know what on earth brought on all this kind of metaphysical, spiritual chat. But anyway, I hope it resonates with you. The state of flow... Um, it's so much a part of artistic life and it's not always, I mean it's not 100% of the time by any means, so much of it is just grind, but when you get that intense flow because you're in a really new experience and unknown territory, um, it's great because it takes you above the thinking mind and into just a, a really unique space where things happen, decisions are made quickly and and things spring up organically without you going, let me think about this. It's different from that. Things just spring out and appear, um, which makes me think it's not about the mind, you know. It's the same as when you're deep in playing music and you, you might improvise a little bit or something like that. Whatever it is that you do, if you're painting or writing or uh, whatever, um, you're not thinking and making decisions with your rational mind. It's somewhere else, isn't it? It's coming from somewhere else. The state of flow, the artistic flow, which is just, what a gift, what an amazing gift to have. So, with all that having been said, let's have a wee chat to David Rankin and see what's happening. Um, And I hope that you have a, like I say, have a wee moment to just sit and be with this conversation if you can. You can always be doing something else, can't you? But I hope that you're able to tune into it and that it brings you some solace um, and a wee, maybe a wee rest from what it is you're thinking about or doing um, and I hope it's enjoyable for you and uh, yeah, 
I just really enjoyed talking to David and it's cool to be sharing a rehearsal building with, with good people like himself. So I'm looking forward to seeing Typhoid Mary, which is on next week. And remember that this week, A New Life, written and directed by Andy McGregor, is on a Play a Pie and a Pint at Orem Moor. It's on every day now until Saturday at 1pm. And it stars Katie Barnett, Alan Orr and Gavin John Wright. So... Here we go. It's time for my guest of the week. It's David Rankin. He's with me and we are putting it together. I have weird memories when I'm in places like this. Stage schools. Did you go to one of these things? Not really. Not really. Sort of coming from Elgin. We went, there wasn't a the stage school, but we had youth theatre, which right, was okay. in like a church hall. Oh, okay, okay. Um, but yeah, yeah, not not quite the equivalent of this. Uh, it gives me drama school sort of memories in a way. It's got a vibe, doesn't it? Yeah. And there's like little props lying everywhere, funny little yeah made things and piles of scripts and yeah. yeah I don't know rehearsal skirts. <laughs> rehearsal skirts. <laughs> I love that Character shoes Character shoes Never understood that No Still don't get it Don't know Which character? Don't know Doesn't matter No <laughs> Any character Are they loud? Yep Hard sold Yes Yeah. What yeah, is it character. about? Are they Do you know? No <laughs> I still, I've wondered Always wondered I imagine the idea is like If you're playing a, a, a character Who wears smart shoes You wear smart shoes Right Instead of trainers or, or, or whatever But there is a specific type of shoe That they would encourage you to buy I seem to remember in They're uh, called character shoes It's like a thing isn't yeah, it? Yeah yeah Which <laughs> What? Well, I don't get it I don't get it <laughs> Someone write in If anyone knows <laughs> <laughs> And we had jazz shoes Yes Don't think we did any jazz Those sort of ninja boots That had the the big space in the middle the, Oh the, we the didn't front have the, and, um, yeah. Capicios Ooh. Oh With a split sole Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is that what they're called? Well it's, it's a brand Capizio Ah we had the little just jazz plimsolls, like little leather, yeah. you know, with the rubber soles. The pumps. Pump, jazz pumps. A pump. <laughs> <laughs> nice jazz pump. pump. Can yeah. everyone get their jazz pumps, please? And here's yeah. the, here in a bun. Thank you. <laughs> we even had um, jock straps. <laughs> Did you? Yeah, like like flesh coloured, well, like like beige, I guess. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, where did you, where was that? Where? What, in, on the crotch? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> what establishment? <laughs> it was, uh, at the time it was called Stage School of Scotland. That, this, okay. It's now Gamta. Okay. So this was, you were, what age? Uh, I went there when I was about 10. And you had, you wore a... No, not until later. So what happened was when I went, <laughs> when I went there at first, it was like an after school club, really. A bit like what you were describing. It took uh-huh. place in various hired locations you know eventually it was Partick Borough Hall uh-huh. but then in time they got their own studio and it was a bit more like this where we are just now which yep. is a rehearsal place we we're both using by the way and uh, then laterally it was kind of like uniform was introduced and mm-hmm. branded t-shirts and then we had these what were they called I can't remember I guess they were probably called jazz pants or something and they were they looked like shell suit material uh-huh. it looked like they'd be waterproof but they definitely weren't really thin like looked like bin bags really yeah and we had to wear them with um, ankle warmers pulled up over them. Okay. A whole fame thing. Uh-huh. And Awful. you can't be an actor without them. That's no, the, no. Well, yeah. no, but we were trying to be triple threat musical theatre mm, people. Nah, I wouldn't know about that. No, no. neither did I. And I was there. <laughs> um, you had to, the, the uniform was very strict. Yeah. yeah. They've got, th- this, this 
place has got a sign down. I don't know. I saw it, yeah, yeah. The, the prices of the uniform. And that's what it's all about, isn't it? It's sort of really, yeah, that's what it's all about. Can I yeah. also mention, by the way, that the, the rooms are denoted for different um, groups mm-hmm. from last night. Yep. I like the way it is because at the moment, we are in intermediate actors. No, you, sorry, you are in intermediate actors <laughs> and we're in senior actors. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's probably sounds about right. Do you think right, that's about right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was one that said belly dance as well. That's, yeah, that's yeah. another one. <laughs> At least we're in the actors group. Yeah, don't put me in the belly dance room. I got a belly, but it's the dance I have trouble with. It dances independently of. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. mine does anyway. Yeah, yeah absolutely, yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, it's just it just takes me to a very specific place in my head, these, these places. Some yeah. of it's good memory, but some of it's like, boring like oh you have to do ballet classes and exams now and i just mm-hmm. wanted to be in the shows yeah have a laugh yeah it's yeah. it it reminds me of taking the unimportant parts of theater super seriously so they're like yeah. the things like your pumps and your you've got you know, to have the right pumps you've got to have the right pumps you your tap shoes all that kind of stuff all yeah. the stuff that you have to buy that you think is going to like for for going to drama school the books that you have to that you think oh i'm gonna well the books are probably more important than the but not the pumps yet not the pumps <laughs> yeah but the <laughs> Your mum takes you to buy pumps uh, and you think that that's going to make the difference. And, yeah. Exactly. If I have them and that person doesn't, I am going to succeed. Yeah, look at that idiot over there without pumps. Yeah. <laughs> he must feel stupid. <laughs> in, in a media actor <laughs> over there. <laughs> yeah, he's in the upstairs room. That's where we are right now. <laughs> so tell me a wee bit about the, the play that you're in just now because it's going to open, this is Wednesday, so it's going to open next Monday coming mm-hmm. at the Ormore. It's called Typhoid Mary. Yes. Tell me a wee bit about it. Well, it's um, a three-hander um, a play about the real-life woman, Mary Mallon, who was um, essentially an asymptomatic super-spreader um, of typhoid. Um, she was a cook, an Irish cook, um, and she unknowingly uh, gave typhoid to the rich family. So typhoid had been basically just a, a disease of the oh, slums. right. And she kind of went and um, accidentally spread it to some of the rich families, and that that wasn't on basically. Mm. So my character's brought in. Um, he's a he's not a doctor. He's a bacteriologist um, who comes and kind of investigates a bit. So it it's essentially about the story of um, of, of of what happens to her. And it's a really it's a true story. And it's a really horrible story. It's mm. it's just really kind of sad what happened. And but it's particularly um, important you know important just now and it's got so many parallels with just now um because it's very much about the 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 line of okay do you show compassion to the individual or do you against their will isolate them from the community and for the greater good for the greater good exactly Mm, um and it's um yeah so it's it's got some really interesting parallels too Wow. Obviously, the the C word. Um, yeah. Uh, so it's me and Kat Grosier and Irene Allen. It's directed by um, David Ian Neville and uh, by Marty Ross. Remembered out all the names. Well done, you. Thank yeah. Because I have to do that in the intro. So now. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Although that is, this intro will have the current play, so I need to do that anyway. Okay. Do you know cool. what I mean? But yeah. you've you've put me ahead of the game for next week. So cheers. Sound. <laughs> <laughs> and it's good because we're rehearsing at the same time. We get to see. You know each other's yeah plays as yeah. well yep yeah. uh, uh, we saw um joke on friday uh oh it was great really great <sighs> bang yeah on. just bang on yeah yeah, uh, th- yeah. I've, se- I've been really lucky i've seen a couple of things recently that have just made me go yes 
theater is back and it's yeah. really exciting and yeah joke was joke was cracking really yeah. well well done um a bit like you're saying about typhoid mary is is something that's really relevant yeah you know although yours is in a historical way with parallels where the yeah. joke is like right now set absolutely yeah yeah it's it's such a such a current conversation so kind of uh, you know uh, such a gray gray no it's not a gray area it's a really obvious thing but it's it's mm, yeah, incredibly yeah. relevant and uh yeah so tell me about elgin mm. i don't know much about elgin except that i i'm a big fan of plusker and abbey are you i am I go, been to I plusker go few, i've been a few times and i know that the monks and i go and hang out there and have y- little retreats Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. So that's all I know about Elgin, really. Ah, yeah. It's what nice, else? Nice I mean, is there a big cultural life? Is there a scene going on? No. Uh, it's Short answer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I, that's I, not I true. That, I asked that question in the spirit of complete openness. There was no judgment attached <laughs> to it, but I had to laugh at the answer. Yeah, no, no. It's, it's, uh, it's a really... It was a really great place to grow up. Mm. It's one of those towns, small, smallish town, um, that most people get as far away as they can when they're when they when they can so when i was 18 i was like i believe i'm gonna move to liverpool um which i did um but then as soon as you're able to come back you're like oh right no i'd now appreciate how amazing this place is and it's it's great um there are quite a lot of actors that have come from elgin it's um Mm. you know there's a there's a fair handful of us now we live in glasgow um it's one of those places that it had a good youth theater sort of scene um there's a couple of really strong groups because there's not a huge amount for kids to do up there mm-hmm. uh, the choices were uh, get steven in the park or do youth theater and i did a bit of both but uh, <laughs> yeah I, what i did was try to combine those two yeah <laughs> really carefully combine them do youth theater in the park or get steven yeah. <laughs> steven on stage yeah it stood me in good stead uh-huh. i had the wrong pumps but believe me <laughs> i was a show i was to be seen yeah. yeah that sounds good <laughs> <laughs> yeah but, um I, yeah i think it's it yeah the the that you know that sort of as i'm sure it does with lots of us the those shows you do as kids kind of set you up and just you know get you really interested and i think that did that you know for quite a lot of kids um you know like robbie jack ross allen mm-hmm. um morna young um there's a there's a fair few of us that have that are have come through that uh and yeah elgin it's a it's a it's a great wee place to to go back to and plusker and abbey is lovely oh it's beautiful yeah. i knew another guy from elgin elgin years ago um his name was callum and now i can't remember his second name but he, he was I a know blue callum. man oh callum grant callum grant yeah. ah yeah so his little brother was um is like my best pal he no lives way. yeah yeah um he was in my year at school callum was a wee bit older but yeah. callum was one of those people he was went to the same youth theater that i was talking yeah, about yeah. he was one of those he was maybe he's maybe four years older than me and i saw him play something like <laughs> uh i think i saw him play one of the one of the t-birds in greece and then i think i saw him play either kane or abel <laughs> and I think Robbie Jack was either Cain or Abel, oh, the other no one, way. in Children of Eden. Oh, uh, the Stephen Schwartz musical. Uh, yeah. Uh, yes. Now we're yeah. lost in the world. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was a walrus. Um, <laughs> that was my first job. You were a walrus? First, not my job. Uh, first, um, yeah, I was a walrus. Uh-huh. Uh, going on the ark. Oh, the, right. Yeah, I thought Noah's. maybe I was wondering who played the Eggman. <laughs> no. Shut up. <laughs> uh, the, what was I saying? Callum um, was... Callum. Callum was Cain or Abel. Right. Robbie Jack was also Cain or Abel. Yeah, yeah. Um, and 
I was yeah obviously this was my, like my pal's big brother and I was like that's what I want to do and oh, then yeah really? went off to become a blue man yeah. I think he still does blue man yeah, stuff doesn't he in Chicago wow I went to see I was out there and I saw um, he wasn't there he was on a break or something but he got me a, got me a, wee, a cheap a free ticket to, cool. to see the blue man it was awesome yeah because when I was in um, New York he was doing it in uh, Astor Place and I went there and again he wasn't on that day do you think and he does looking it? for him Maybe. i don't think he does it actually <laughs> if i'm honest he paints himself blue and gives people photos. comps oh <laughs> <laughs> the, the guy callum who <laughs> said i could come in no get away yeah. he's just he lives on the street there and he's he paints himself blue um <laughs> no I, and i saw them in florida but he wasn't i just saw them you know as a punter mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah he was two years above me at the academy yeah okay contemporary theater practice he did yes yes and i think it was i mean it was it was almost the most acceptable end of getting a commercial job that could be you know um accept, culturally accepted in that course yeah you know so he was like he was a graduate from the course he was doing something but it was kind of not too mainstream so uh-huh. we'll let him away with it you it's know? still kind of, yeah it's clowning yeah, yeah 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 so yeah. he got he was celebrated whereas like i've gone and worked worked plenty for years so, yeah you're i've been mm-hmm. forgotten about <laughs> Yep. Luckily, I'm not bothered. But, um, you know, early on, it was like, they don't recognize me. Ah, please, whatever. <laughs> so did you, where did you train? Uh, Lippa in Liverpool. Oh, you went to Liverpool? Yeah. Yep. What yep. was that like? I don't think I know anyone else who went there. Um, yeah, it was great. I really liked it. Mm-hmm. It was... Um, um, you know, well, it, like any drama school, it's kind of three years of questionable mental health and like yeah, yeah, stuff yeah. like that it was it, it, tricky in some way like i think most places the shows that you do uh, are amazing and that was like i'd learned so much doing the shows yeah uh, like being in liverpool it's a good place um uh yeah it's um i, I had some great tutors i had some not so good tutors mm-hmm. uh and yeah it's um I think it got as as good a, a training as as yeah as as I could have done. I I really really did enjoy it. Met a lot of good people. I think the the thing that I found difficult about graduating from Lippa was that there is a scene in Liverpool. There's a theatre theater scene, obviously, mm-hmm. like there is in every city, um, and it's amazing. Like it's a great good place for theatre, but it's kind of it doesn't in the way that the RCS here people graduate from the rcs and there's a lot of networking opportunities for like they do start working here yeah a lot exactly yeah yeah whereas in liverpool that doesn't in my experience anyway it wasn't it didn't seem to be like all the the graduates from liver graduates from liver from lipa kind of start working in the liverpool theaters and things like that there was a little bit of that but um not a huge amount so a lot of people moved to london a lot of people like i ended up kind of coming up here after a while Mm -hmm. um but in terms of training and in terms of the place and the facilities and everything it was it was awesome like i've got some amazing memories yeah. of of the place and yeah i yeah. think you're right i think for like for me anyway the the thing of learning on the job has always been you know doing the show yeah was always the big buzz not just because it was a show but because it, you have this you're going towards something mm-hmm. and when someone said do this because you've got an exam or mm-hmm. you know you've got to learn this for, and i'm like why though yeah <laughs> you know? yeah I find it much easier when it's going in a certain direction. Absolutely. And it's, and, and yeah, it's, 
it, it kind of teaches you, the shows teach you what it's like in the absolute best case scenario when you're oh, completely supported with like <laughs> everyone, a, a person filling every role. Uh, like, you probably you know, got a decent part as well, which exactly. don't get too used to that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know, in like a beautiful theatre yeah. with brilliant costumes and stuff. And then you're like, find yourself in the back of a van in Wigan. Like, exactly. <laughs> People are like, I played John Proctor at Lippa, did yeah. you? Well, <laughs> just pick that up and let's go. <laughs> You're, a, you're an ASN, an acting Yeah, ASM you're an acting ASN now. Yeah. now. Here's your headset and here's your lines. Yeah. So what was your first job coming out of that? Um, my first job, um, it took me a wee while actually. Um, so my first job was Panto the year I graduated. Graduated in 2009. Mm. Um, my first job was Panto um, that year in Arbroath of all places. Oh, wow. So yeah, my <laughs> it's funny how the world works, but I... You know how seriously you take everything when you first graduate and it was like okay i've been offered a, a professional job and uh, this is amazing and uh the, it was the only problem was that my brother was getting married on the 29th of december which we had we were scheduled for shows okay and i chose to do the i asked if i could have the day off and they said 100 uh, percent no that's certainly not, not. <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah i chose to do the job and i missed my brother's wedding which uh has still been a bit of a regret of mine you know is it a regret in the family though do they still hold it mm, no my family were very oh, that's very good. supportive my brother was very much like no you should you should do it, it wasn't wasn't really anything right. anything like you that you bought the pumps you might as well uh, yeah, you know. spent this money on yeah, your pumps <laughs> put you through this <laughs> um, so so yeah but but the yeah the job itself was it was quite difficult i was an acting asm and, actually yeah and i had to like make build props and stuff and i i to to be fair i ha, when i graduated i was i was in a bit of a tricky place uh mental health wise mm -hmm. and um that was kind of uh that was a really difficult job uh and as was my next one and yeah i that that first year after graduating i had a bit of a tough time right um just with various things um so yeah but, but, but after that I, I at the end of all that i stayed in liverpool for about a year did some of these jobs where i'd go away and come back and then found myself after all of that in glasgow and that's where uh, that's where i kind of see my the beginning yeah the big right. the beginning of my new life and uh sort of my 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 professional career kind of start and it, it was a, it was a slow start because nobody knew me here at all um and it, it took a few years to kind of start getting bits and pieces of work up here yeah uh i worked in the willow tea rooms for for a couple of years and uh oh <laughs> did you get um do you get a discount or do you get free sandwiches anything like that i got um from what I, yeah i think you'd get your lunch really that's yeah. all right that's yeah which bad. was quite nice and sometimes. i always think it's shit when people work places and they're like i'll give you my staff discount and they get 10 percent off stuff and i'm like these people are slaving away and they get 10% off a chicken burger. That's aye. pathetic. It is pathetic. Give them something to eat. Aye, get you your know? eye. It's the least you could do, I think. It, it is, I agree. I agree. <sighs> um, no, the Willow teams were good Good to me. <laughs> there, was, there was a good time. <laughs> I, I, I think I went there. Do you know what? We were walking past there yesterday and mm. someone said, we should go to, maybe we could go to the Willow Tree. And then we all went, nah. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Why I think, would you? I think in your lunch break from a rehearsal, I don't feel like it's the place to go. It is a street, yeah. Oh, you were probably talking about the Socky Hall Street one, aren't oh, you? Oh, where were you? I was Buchanan Street. Oh, that's a whole different story. It is, it's no, a, yeah. it is up there, yeah. I've seen I've been <laughs> yeah. there. Yeah. yeah, but you would definitely wouldn't go there on your on your no. lunch break. Not from here. It's too far. <laughs> 
So, so you got to Glasgow. You had done this. Were you like, who were you in the panto? If you were an acting ASM, were you just like wee background? Uh, the genie. Oh, the genie. And in, in this panto, he was called the the gin. It's like a Scottish kind of fairy type uh, oh, genie. Right. I think J I double N. Um, was that a John Binney production by any no, chance? No, no, it wasn't. He was it doing was, them at one point. It, it was one of those where they were like, um, "Yeah, you're, um, y- you have to build the props. <laughs> if you want props, you're going to have to bloody well build them." <laughs> yeah. God, makes yourself sufficient. Myself, yeah, yeah. And I, being the like you were <laughs> new graduate, boy, I was yeah. like, I was like, absolutely, I'll build the props. <laughs> yes, this is how it I'll, works. I'll stay up all night and I'll make a a ukulele <laughs> that you need for that scene uh, because there aren't any shops that are both to sell ukuleles no, and not. Amazon's not really a thing yet. So um, and then come in, in the morning with this the, the awful thing that I've sellotaped taped together all night. And <laughs> Actually, that's not good enough. I so, said, okay, I'll just uh, I'll, I'll build another one. Stay up <laughs> genuinely that's that is what it was like that's amazing um so yeah it was it was a tough tough one uh but I, yeah i played the genie and I, yeah. I i seem to remember i played him as a sort of sean connery type character took it very seriously uh, obviously uh yeah and uh in my head it was excellent what i did <laughs> but looking back it probably was pretty dreadful um i think yeah. we've all got that though, oh, don't certainly. We? i mean imagine if you were able to watch yourself in your first three or four jobs by mm-hmm. some you know you could find some footage mm-hmm. oh. i would pretty much guarantee they'd all be terrible i can't uh, yeah i don't, I don't, I don't look don't, at it yeah i don't like the idea of looking at really any of my no. any of my jobs um <laughs> because sometimes especially recently I, I do think i'm doing an all right job and then to be to to be proved otherwise would just be too much for my fragile ego yeah, it would probably be better if you just believed you know blissful ignorance i think <laughs> is the thing yeah <laughs> might be doing an all right job uh. <laughs> that's why i don't read reviews yeah um so so you came back to glasgow mm-hmm. or but not back to glasgow to, to glasgow for the first time really yeah yeah yep. yeah um with the deliberate intention of moving here making yeah a way, you know, yeah it was what well, it was a funny one it was a uh i was yeah I, everything was kind of up in the air i had a vague plan to move to london actually with right. a friend of mine and uh the more we spoke about it the more the 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 less I wanted to do it, really. And I was kind of um, just terrified of London. Uh, I'd seen loads of my pals who'd moved straight away down there who were just, like, treading water, like, working in day jobs and not getting much theatre work at all. Some some of them who did really well. Yeah, yeah. And still doing really, really well. Um, But some that just, like, were working, you know, at the Apple shop and um, were like, well, you know, I'm getting money. I've not got any time to do auditions and just forgot about it quite quickly. And I was like, I don't want to do that. And um, the ones who were kind of making it work and getting bits of work were just, like, living in (laughs) poverty, basically, because there's... And I just... um, I was kind of up for trying and then I bottled it a bit. But I I was still... I hadn't made up my mind. And then my phone rang I was kind of literally thinking about this, like, well, what will I do? What will I do? My phone rang, and it was my friend Siobhan Wilson, uh, who I hadn't seen for about five years, uh, who'd been living in Paris. She's a musician, Mm -hmm. like an incredible musician. She's still on the go. Um, If anybody wants to look her up, Siobhan Wilson. Uh, (laughs) Solid. Yeah. Um, and, and, And she said... Uh, I, I literally hadn't spoken to her. We'd been really good pals before, but hadn't spoken to her. I don't think for about five years. And uh, phone goes, oh, that's Siobhan. Um, uh, says hello, and she was like, "Hey, Dave, um, do you want to move to Glasgow with me?" And she's she's very much one of these people that will just make these great, yeah. big, amazing decisions, uh, kind of on the hoof. And I really envy her for that. She'll just kind of go, "I think I'm going to move to 
Spain. You know, it's that kind of when stuff. You, when you say <laughs> a musician who lives in Paris, mm-hmm. you pretty much paint a picture of someone who's yeah. willing to just that's it. You know, do a, make a decision and go. She is. She's, <laughs> she's a stereotype. She's yeah, <laughs> no, totally. Uh, so and and I, I kind of normally I think or certainly now if some if I got a similar phone call I'd I'd be like oh certainly not I've got to, you know yeah, got, yeah. You know, but I was just like yeah yeah and uh, we do we moved just few doors down from here actually our first flat was in socky hall street wow. didn't sleep a wink no, um no. because you know noise and being out all the time yeah um yeah. but yeah that was uh, that was that was it and then sort of we lived there for about six months um the two of us we both kind of worked bar jobs and willow tea room sort of jobs i was getting little bits of acting work and then um one day she kind of got out of the shower and she was like oh, i think i'm gonna move to london and that was it so i moved in <laughs> with another friend and yeah I've, I've been yeah in the south side since then right right yep so she was gone she was gone wow and then she fell in love with someone from glasgow and came back i think anything could happen with siobhan though yeah well, like, you don't listen, know yeah yeah Be- brilliant spirit to be around it's just i, I love I've that just got yeah. a real lovely freedom about her like yeah it's, it can be intoxicating, I think. Yeah. Especially if it's if that's not your style. Yeah. It gets you. Oh, okay. Oh, well, maybe I could no. be a bit more. Yeah. Yeah. Less well, uptight. <laughs> I think I think I probably was back then. I was younger, obviously, but yeah. like I was also, you know, living with her. It was like, yeah, I'll do this. And okay. I'll do that. Yeah. Great. <laughs> Going yeah. For the ride. Yeah. 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 I think yeah. she lives in Troon now at the moment. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. No. You know, no. per se, there's no law against it. But no. no. <laughs> <laughs> we can't condemn her specifically for that. Um, so. Are you just doing the thing of like doing the day job, going to as many auditions as you can, trying to get an agent? You got an agent? I don't know why I'm doing a sort of a potted history of your life, but I'm enjoying here. No, I'm enjoying that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I had an agent at that point um, right. from down south, uh, uh, David Daly, it was, and he was. And um, uh, yeah, I was just doing that. I was I was getting the odd audition with them. I was uh, working at the Willow Tea Rooms just going out i was playing a lot of music back then actually i was mm-hmm. going you know to like the open mic nights and stuff like that around here uh and then um it was it became pretty clear that my nobody knew who i was up here but also my agent from down south didn't have it really any contacts here so the, yeah it's a different world. kind of yeah so after a while that that wasn't working out got dumped by them which hit me pretty hard and i was a bit like oh what what will i do will i mm. will i leave or not but i kind of tried on my own and um yeah i think that's kind of sometimes the thing you that needs to happen really mm. you kind of go i'm gonna because you always say yeah i'll look for my own work as well and stuff but then you, you kind of no. rest on your laurels a little bit yeah but um yeah i, I really did started properly doing the thing of, of getting in touch with people introducing myself and then kind of through that i started getting bits and pieces and um within a couple of years I was like, oh, I can I'm quit the Willow Tea Rooms. And then, um, um, yeah, uh, eventually, after a few years of kind of working away here, doing like tours and stuff like that, um, got uh, in touch with uh, Claire, Brennan Artists. And, uh, Same. Aye. Only recently. Ah, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. She's, fan. she's wonderful. She's wonderful, of she's, course. She's the best. I hope she's listening. <laughs> <laughs> no, she is. It's uh, great to actually have an agent that you can sort of chat to, get on yeah. with, oh, it's, on a uh, level, and uh-huh. just talk honestly with. And yeah. yeah, I just love that. I think that, that again, with my, uh, you probably pick up, I was that sort of keen um, uh, 
naive yeah recent graduate so when <laughs> yeah, I, I that, my, yeah. my first my fir- first agent i was just like yes yes i'll do that of course, uh, of course. whatever you, whatever you want and, when do um, i need to be in place yeah and i never i would never sort of say yeah exactly. yeah so i'd never sort of say this is kind of what i want to do or you know whereas yeah. now it's like yeah just conversation with someone who feels genuinely invested in yeah career and stuff so kind of yeah, as it should be exactly you know that shouldn't be remarkable but it is mm-hmm. you yeah know? yeah so that's that's been great and i i've been really 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 lucky the last kind of um why a good while like i've i've things have been coming in fairly reliably yeah. and uh, you know until everything stopped um yes. but what did you do then wow uh, with, with last year um i kind of uh, well i was living with um lewis hetherington mm-hmm. lewis and uh, his partner ian and uh like uh, alicia daly we were all in a big house there was quite a few of us mm-hmm. um and um because there were so many of us it was felt very uh i felt like getting a day job wasn't the thing because we it wasn't like living on your own and you can just like take care of yourself sure and sure go out and you know it's a big if, bubble really yeah it's it? a big a bubble and, yeah exactly so um basically just and also my partner Kirsty, um she lives she lived at that time in motherwell and i couldn't see her mm-hmm. at all um for the first however long it was the proper lockdown like the uh, three months or yeah, something i remember her like, telling me about that actually because yeah. i think I s- when i spoke to her on this show she was in motherwell at that time yeah yeah that early kind of lockdown yeah yeah Yeah. that was that was really hard that was um uh yeah that was difficult um and we were being really strict with it Mm um uh and it was actually the 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 harder thing was when we were allowed to see each other again but we were being super strict and there was a period of time where we were allowed to see each other but we weren't allowed to physically have any contact with each other Mm. and that was that was worse i'll be honest like it was because yeah. you know it, it just felt wrong and it was it was strange um but yeah um going back to the the, the lockdown i kind of just you just sort of completely rethink things don't you and um, totally. um so my i had work lined up that all got cancelled um i was like but obviously first of all quite scared with the whole thing and it was it was just yeah it took a couple of weeks to get used to it but just kind of started trying to do creative things for the sake of it and for myself and Mm -hmm. um wrote some music um uh you know did lots of lots of kind of daft fun things uh every so often just to kind of keep keep going had good days and bad days but Mm. i was i was pretty lucky that i lived in a in a building with in a a house with so many lovely people and yeah i think that would make it easier i think yeah. yeah exactly exactly um so yeah that that was that was great and um and then obviously we were Kirsty and i were allowed to see each other again and that's that's been that's been nice too that's been nice. <laughs> she's a nice one. Oh, she's great yeah yeah, yeah. um but so was typhoid mary supposed to go on before this it wasn't actually oh, it was, new, they, i think they'd, they'd had conversations right, um, right before uh it was yeah they'd they'd had um it was in talks but it wasn't scheduled it wasn't one of those so what did you have to cancel then in early lockdown time um i was supposed to be doing a show with um the the national theater scotland um Mm. they were doing a show that was going to be on fairies which was going to be lots of fun fairy tales i remember auditioning for that ah and doing (laughs) some mad i think it was like an improvised audition was it 
yeah. Like, do pick one of these scenarios and do a thing. That's right. Oh, that's gosh. right. Yeah. Yeah. The dread. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. That, yeah, yeah. Um, so we were we found out the day before it started that it had been oh. postponed. Oh, what a shame. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was. It was one, of, but it was also one of those that I was like sitting there that night thinking, I think I'm going to get an email telling me that this is cancelled because it was that time, you know, it was yeah. like a few you get days or a week before the lockdown started, and um, yeah, it, it was it was one of those. But and then it, it, I was kind of like, if I don't get an email, I'm not sure how I feel about actually going in and starting because it was really. Mm. It, and then the email did come and you know it's it good was, when you don't have to be the person to make that decision oh absolutely yeah. absolutely i was um, going to a gig on one of the nights and i was about to i was going to go and sally reed said she wasn't going to go and it was mm. the first time i was like wait a minute people are making decisions here because I, I was believe it or not i was like oh Lord, i should all blow over uh, <laughs> and yeah. then uh, sally said i'm not going to that tonight I was like, oh, I'm going to go and I'm trying to find someone to go with me. Mm-hmm. And then I got a, an email or a call from the stand comedy club. Oh, no, we're not doing it. Yeah. And then on the Monday, it was all kicked off by so, two days later, you know? Yeah. Oh, God. I, I can remember um, I was at the press night for Metamorphosis. That oh, would have yeah, been about... That was the last thing I saw yeah, before it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but you were there, actually. Oh, was it the press night? We were yeah, at? yeah. Uh, yeah, because people were drinking the Corona beer. And it was like, oh, everyone was, right. it was we that time. Everyone was like, oh, look at this. Oh, oh, what, are the, what are the chances? Um, and making a Friday joke of it. And there were hundreds of people there and everyone was like shaking hands and then go, oh, maybe we shouldn't. And it, that oh, was, my word. and I can remember it was that night because I was very much like, like you're saying, I was kind of like, oh, it's quite scary, but it's like, um, surely, you know, not. surely not. And then I had a conversation with someone that night who, whose partner had um, uh, uh, like immune problems and the mm-hmm. way they spoke about it i was like oh my god i need to take this a lot more seriously and it was that night it, like after that night i went home and i was like okay no this is a serious thing oh um, my goodness it's so strange to think that those two distinct worlds we were in like yeah. nah and then oh wait a minute yeah when it all became real yeah i think i think everyone must have a moment where they started to go yeah okay and some yeah. earlier than others yeah. and some yeah. later and some still haven't realized <laughs> I see them out there with their masks around their chin. <laughs> They're here. Yeah. I think I might have said to you that night, do you want to come on the podcast? I think you did. And it's only taken us nearly two years. But yep. <laughs> That's all right. Well, it's great to be here. Ah, we're here. It's, you know, eventually. For for most people, when I'm doing the intro, I say, and if we finally got a chance to do this, you know, that's the case. Yeah. The beginning, when I first mention it, is a long way from when it eventually happens. Ah, Just through my own ineptitude, really. Oh, it's always the way with the, 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 the We're so used to that, aren't they? It's like, oh, we've got an idea for a project, and then like nine years later, it's yeah. happening. I was saying, I was talking to Gary McNeil the other day, and he was saying something about, oh, that, that, I'm sure that old tour or something. And I said, you know, in my early days, I was never in a show that wasn't going to tour. <laughs> Someone always said in the bar after the last show, I tell you what, this has got legs. I mean, this... <laughs> And when you're young, you go, right, I mean, should oh I my clear my God, diary? Yeah, or? yeah. Not when? that I had anything to clear, but like, <laughs> yeah. do you think it'll be like next week or, uh, oh, it'll be early next year before we get the funding and blah, blah. Yeah. And then it never comes off and you go, that's a shame because I really thought that was good. And again yeah. and again, I was duped. And now people say, this will tour. And I go, oh, very good now. Ignore. Well, fuck. Ignore. <laughs> yeah. Don't waste your time. Because yeah. if it does, bonus, yeah. you know. But I mean, what? You said you did some touring in the early days. Did you do TIE or in the back of the van kind of stuff? I've done something that was kind of similar to TIE. It was, well, yes, no, it was TIE. It was um, an anti-drugs play. Oh, uh, nice. It was, uh, it was... You weren't it, a druggie in it, were you? I was, I was total druggie. No. Yeah, I wasn't like the bad druggie. I was like the, the, the good, oh, the good boy the that good got boy turned bad. Turn bad. Ah, yeah. okay. That's more um, your casting bracket, I think. Thanks, yeah. No offence. <laughs> 
um yeah i can yeah i was, I was a, a, a boy that was into football which is actually a bit of a stretch for me, me too. um yeah <laughs> but um yeah who got someone was like hey, smoke this and well yeah basically the, a long version of the hebs advert yeah, um, yeah you know that we went around schools with but it was with a really lovely company that i've worked they're not a tie company they're um um obviously not that there's anything wrong with a tie company that's not what i'm saying that mm-hmm. um there are a theater company that work with adults with learning disabilities mm-hmm. uh, up in elgin oh right um and they occasionally hire professional actors in and you go and t- tour a a show or a this one was in fact the, yeah the, uh, would go around schools and things like that and it was so it was re- up near home then yeah ah yeah, cool so it, was, it was a nice one it was a nice one so I did That's that nice. um, I did one of my earliest ones was a tour of an Eva Cassidy musical a musical about Eva Cassidy was it called Songbird it should have been oh <laughs> what was it rookie called? error <laughs> what was it called I've blo- blocked out of my memory. As long as it wasn't somewhere over the rainbow. You can't. Was, that's was what it, it was. Oh, no. <laughs> somewhere over you the really rainbow. You really can't do that. An Eva Cassidy story. No. Yeah. This yeah. is Judy Garland. I mean, yeah. come on. So, Eva but, Cass- so who were you in that? I played uh, a drummer, um, which I, I actually really had a good time on it. There was plenty of things that, to complain about, like um, the car they gave us. <laughs> the brakes failed and stuff like that you know no, even though we protested stuff, don't, yeah, that's, <laughs> don't make a fuss so, about the brakes so like you know d- our lives being in danger was one thing but I had a lot of fun um, yeah it was um, a, it was a UK tour and we were going to like number one venues and, and stuff uh, you really know, sometimes some of oh, them right. um, and uh, it was it was it was really good fun it was like the production value was awful right. but it got some bums on seats in some places and like because it was a for me, anyway, it was an actor musician show. It was yeah. I learned a hell of a lot. And um, so, did you play Kit in it? Mm-hmm. Oh, great! Um, yeah, and it was a nice one because it wasn't like I played the drummer called Ned, I think, and then I played like a manager or something like that. So it was, it was a, it was a that it was a good good job. Um, fun in some ways. Yeah, <laughs> good people involved with it. Um, I played Kit in um, a production of Twelfth Night, and someone said to me after it, "It's a shame you didn't get to play any instruments in this." I said, I played the drums all the way through it. Yeah. But the drums were under a sort of the, the balcony of a staircase and they weren't lit. So no one knew oh, <laughs> that it was me. That's heartbreaking. <laughs> yeah, I had one moment where I played the piano and, and I didn't have to play the accordion, which is always a bonus for me because yeah. I can't, you have to carry it around and I'm yeah. lazy. <laughs> but I was like, this is great. I get to play kit and then no one knew. That is devastating. <laughs> it's gutting, isn't it's it? Because it's a, yeah, I, I always like it when, yeah. It's a lot of fun to play the kit. Yeah, totally, know, when yeah. You get a chance. Yeah, yeah. Loud. It's loud and it's yeah. Usually the people are like you can't can't ignore that. He's <laughs> oh, you play the drums. But yeah. if you put you like the underground, <laughs> yeah, that's not. <laughs> so you've d- I was talking to Danny Heron today, who's in my wee show doing the yeah. stair, and she said she did panto with you at Eden Court. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Are you a prince? I was that. I w- that one. She was Jasmine, and I was Aladdin. Ah, yeah. But I think your panto casting bracket's quite broad, actually, isn't it? You could do baddie, I'm sure. Mm-hmm, You're mm-hmm. doing Ugly Sister this year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I can see you doing Prince as well. Well, I used to be Prince. It, that's how it's gone. <laughs> right, it's a kind of progression, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? Ha- Downwards. So it started off as a handsome Prince, then it changed to Prince. prince. <laughs> the artist formerly known as Handsome Prince. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah the symbol. And then uh, and then it became... Um, that well aladdin was kind of all part of that and then one day it became uh the baddie yeah. and i've been the baddie for years now okay. uh, so i played the gaston part uh in beauty and the beast mm-hmm. un- under various different names sure uh, yeah. three times 
or four times maybe really? in different places yeah as money for old rope you know like that the same kinda. production was getting moved to different places no no different r- randomly you got yeah. the four four in a row yeah different and uh <laughs> yeah it, it's just like you know super arrogant uh grow a mustache no problem make puns about it um all that kind of stuff uh yeah that that's my favorite the the funny baddie yeah that's a fun thing to do mm-hmm. yeah get the booze get the laughs which, get, of course, is him. what you're doing with Ugly Sisters, really, isn't it? Because they're bad, crossed. but actually they're the comic relief as well. Yeah. Well, you've yeah. got buttons too, don't you? Yeah. So you're in, where are you this? Dunfermline. Dunfermline, Alhambra. Yep. Great. That's a nice company. I just saw the poster the other day. Yeah. Nice bunch of people. Yep, definitely. Uh, yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it. It'll be good. And it's um, it's finishing on the 27th of December. Ooh. So no New after New Year, New Year shows. Yeah, I, I, the ones up to New Year are always fine. Oh yeah, the end between Christmas and New Year—that's a fun that's, period. That's good. That's everyone's good. off and no one knows what day it is, and we're all just eating mince pies. Mm-hmm. Great fun. And then after that, everyone's like, "Why did we book tickets? I know they're cheaper, but why did we book tickets for the panel? The matinee on the third Thursday, the third of January. Yeah, nobody like wants to be there. Awful. Nobody. No. And it's very difficult, but then it's more money into January, which is. Yeah, important it's, yeah it's tricky that's good the 27th yeah. 27th yeah yeah so that'll be that'll be nice but no i'm looking forward to it good good team yeah that'd and be cool yeah do you yeah. have like barely any rehearsal time is it one of them it's one of them yeah, yeah. i thought it was yeah, yeah. Like 10 days or something yeah yeah, yeah. but it's always amazing how you you know you know yourself yeah. no matter how long or short a rehearsal process is it's like you find it how did we yeah the task expands anyway to mm-hmm. fit the, the space so yeah. if you had three weeks you'd use it yeah exactly exactly that it's amazing what you can get away with Aye. i wait. can't wait to go to pantos yeah yeah well i'll be able to because uh, it's short i'll be able to yeah i'll be going down to air to see kirsty's one um, oh she's doing the air gaiety yes with oh, um right. is fraser doing that fraser boyle no does mm. he do come on it now Anyway, I don't know. I think he's I don't co-writing think so. it or something. Or maybe, maybe. With Ken? Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah that's, that's it, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I hope that I've not just announced this uh, prematurely. Mm. I'm pretty sure that's common knowledge now. <laughs> I well, better Google it before I edit this episode. Just censor this bit, yeah. <laughs> beep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going down to beep to see beep. Okay. Oh, wow, yeah. yeah. Bad language. It's terrible, <laughs> terrible. Um, but uh, yeah, looking forward to going and seeing so. Where are you? I am doing my own show at the Oranmore. I did know that. Yeah. Yes. Which yes. is at the moment just before Christmas for a couple of days. Two mm. shows a night. I've always wanted to be able to say twice nightly. Twice. Twice nightly. nightly appearing twice nightly. That's and nice. uh, if they sell, which they are, um, they're selling really well. So mm. hopefully I'll be able to add some shows. I'm hoping. Great. Um, which would be great. But still no New Year and no, well, barely any shows, which is cool. So you off before Christmas then? You finished? Well, yeah, no, we'll, we'll at the moment we do, but I say we, I mean it's me. But yeah. um, there's a possibility of adding a couple, maybe around like at just after Christmas, but before New Year, mm-hmm. in that sweet spot that we were talking about. Yeah, but again, that's beep. <laughs> okay, <Yeah. laughs> but it's not Oops. like anybody's listening. And go, wait a minute! He's just told us about these dates. They're clamouring. You know, Stop the press. Yeah. yeah, not quite. <laughs> but it is sell- the, the shows we've released are selling quite nicely, so that'll be great. great. Good stuff. Uh, Good stuff. I need to write it yet, but uh, sure, that'd yeah. be alright. That'd be alright. Christmas elves. Blah blah blah. Uh, <laughs> elves. <laughs> that's your first thing. That's probably. I think that's the first thing, isn't it? Yeah. Whose script are you doing? Do you know? No. Have you to come up with? Uh, you get there on the first day. What you didn't do the script? That's the script. Yeah. Where Where's the ukulele? <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Flashbacks. I, <laughs> um, I don't. I don't know because I'm. I'm. I have not yet. I've had a, a busy 
busy time recently and my my brain is kind of a little bit all over the place that's a long way off yeah professionally speaking yeah. that's a long way off I think. W- once i finish this job i'm going to start thinking about that job and i'm right. going to start going what's the script what yeah. are we at now oh, we're nearly into october now Aye. of course yeah yep. i like how it's a bit colder outside now it, yeah just yesterday just a wee nip in the air and i like there's something about going walking into rehearsals when it's a bit chilly a scarf a wee scarf coming mm-hmm. soon yeah. To a rehearsal room near you is my scarf collection. Yeah. And, and I'll leave it. Leave it, it in the theatre. Leave it in the rehearsal room. Scarf. Yeah. It reminds me of Panto. Mm-hmm. So it makes me it puts me in that sort of jolly wee oh, walking into rehearsal for Panto kind of. Totally. Something about that. Yeah. There Programmed is. in since I was a kid, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, there is it. something there is something really nice about that. And uh yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 summer rehearsal rooms sort of bring different It's a different kinda, vibe, yeah. yeah, isn't it? But I no, think idea. summer rehearsal rooms for me are more like um doing summer schools like teaching things okay yeah you know yeah. the kids are off school and doing like a you know a week intensive or some stuff yeah which is a different fun yeah yeah absolutely but the winter yeah i love that yeah and we missed it last year i know what a weird christmas yeah yeah it was just odd yeah. just so 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 odd um and there was yeah my mum and dad came down for like drove down from elgin for the day Aww. to Glasgow you know how they kind of changed their mind on it and and, and kind of rightly so like you can have one day You're one like day one of spreading day. the virus and and no more and uh, the Christmas cheer make sure you spread that with the virus yes, as well yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, so they they, ca- that's a good old what's about three or four hours isn't it? Aye, yeah but each way um, it was a bit mad but um, yeah just what a straight what a just bizarre year and I know. it's times like that christmas and things that it just brings it home how how odd it is and i think for i think for us in our business as well because well for everybody the whole christmas thing is like they're used to a certain routine for us we're used to that's when we get really busy yeah kind of the opposite of everybody everyone's going winding down and we're mm-hmm. we wind up yeah christmas which i love yeah and i'm used to like i like working on boxing day mm-hmm there's something about that. You go, you do the little Christmas thing, it's like, right, back to work. Yeah. And everyone's kind of in a good mood. They've had a hangout, they've had a bit of turkey or whatever. Yeah, and yeah. I don't know, I like it. I do, I do, I like it. And uh, the last couple of years, not last year, but the couple of years before, we had a bit of a tradition of kind of going to the pub on Boxing Day after the show mm-hmm. and not getting steaming or anything, but having a meal or something in, nice. in the pub and like, yeah, as a cast. That Yeah, it's, it is nice, that. And... Um, I don't know if you do this, but I always do a thing of going like, oh, we're so busy. We're so busy over Christmas, but as soon as this finishes on like the 7th of January or whatever, I'm going to, I'm going to see all my pals. I'm going to see all my family and I'm going to, I'm going to go to the pub and I'm going to, you know, do all that stuff. And that, I'm going to have my Christmas then, you know, yeah, I'm going to yeah, have yeah. my party because they all got it. Right? We don't. Uh, and then that comes around and I just want to sleep. I just collapse. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I just, for a good yeah. week, just. Oh, easy. It's a real jet lag sort of thing it isn't really it? is i've often fallen asleep during the day on christmas day because mm-hmm. it's the one day off and totally. that whole stretch i like eat a bit now like, i'll just have a wee, wee lie down on the couch yeah it's great oh yeah yeah or sleep in till like two yeah <laughs> go up to my parents who are two miles from where i live okay have dinner and then by about nine i'm like do you know what i'm yeah. going back to bed that's me it's great that's me <laughs> yeah and now i have no excuse that last year i didn't have any excuse for that yeah rotten yeah <laughs> ah we're getting back i'm so happy we're getting yeah. back yeah, yeah no it's exciting and just you know this i don't know about you this is my f- well no this is my kind of this is my first like scripted proper live show in a theater since we've been back i've done a, yeah like an outdoor kids show and i've done a um poetry thing and then lots of kind of online bits but this is sure this feels you know it does feel like 
oh we are we are back now yeah i get that i did a thing at the fringe but um it was chick murray which we've done mm-hmm. for many years mm-hmm. so that had its own little vibe which was cool but i also went into rehearsals for that just off the back of having COVID. oh god so it was all it's all a bit of a daze actually a bit of a blur to think back to the rehearsals i was doing half days and going i need to go and <laughs> yeah this is like starting a new thing a whole thing you know yeah yeah that's probably back yeah it's cool that, it, it, yeah it was uh, up to this point i've been kind of working things around other things and and that sort of thing but now i feel like we're back this is a project i've got a bit of a break another project that yes. like yeah because i was doing them um, tesco delivery driving as well over, oh were you? yeah yeah because I, I i got my own place last year and um, moved mm-hmm. out of lewis and ian's place and then felt like okay i can i, I should i can get a job now without right you know getting in the way of the whole yeah vibe feeling yet. like i'm gonna spread anything to anybody um so I, uh, yeah, got a Tesco delivery driving job and uh, that kind of kept me going. And then it's been tricky trying to work that around the bits that I have been getting. And sure, yeah. In the, yeah. Uh, and so my last shift was last week. Oh, so you jacked it in now? I'm back. A fish. Yeah. And now my work will dry up. And <laughs> I'll, I'll <laughs> By the law yeah. that works <laughs> under the ground. Yeah, yeah. totally. <laughs> well, this is great. I could just sit all night talking, but I do want to go and sleep so yeah i'm gonna do that as well. yeah let's let's not yeah let's go and sleep no in our separate, in our homes, separate homes yeah, yeah. that'll be nice that we could we could no yeah. it's the most sensible way that's, of doing yeah. Yeah. yeah i suppose that's the best <laughs> <laughs> thanks for chatting it's no problem yeah, i've really enjoyed that cheers <laughs>